to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Wednesday, February 28th. Some of you may know my next guest. Many of you probably don't. By the time we get to CBS News at the top of the hour, I think all of you will know a little bit about Jonathan Brownson, why he's here, and why you can help him out. He's on the other side of my table this morning. Jonathan, good morning, and welcome to WHTC, sir. Good morning, Gary, and thanks for having me on. And uh, I come bearing gifts. I brought you some peanut butter this morning. I know how much you love it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll move along from there. Uh, if you want more information about the peanut butter drive by the Allegan County Community Foundation, go to our webpage at whtc.com in the podcast tab. And you can uh, see the reference as to why uh, he brought the peanut butter today. But even though he does come bearing that particular gift, he comes bearing, shall we say, a sad story, but certainly one that um, out of the pain of loss comes the growth and Mm. the hope of the future. And... Let me first set this up by saying Jonathan Brownson is a realtor. I think it's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Brownson Properties under his uh, family's name. But he's not going to talk so much about that as he's going to be talking about his wife that uh, has left us. But she left behind a legacy that you are hopeful of fulfilling and moving forward. Tell us a little bit about BCC and me. Thank you, uh, Gary. Yeah, it's BBC and me, uh, like British Broadcasting Corporation, only it's um, building beloved communities. And that was Jeanette's tagline for her real estate business, Brownson Properties. I'm actually, in my former life, a pastor for 35 years, and uh, Jeanette and I together started Brownson Properties about 15 years ago. Uh, So I'm hoping to continue that legacy of building beloved communities. Um, Jeanette lost uh, her life to pancreatic cancer October 14th, 2022, and... um, left a legacy of philanthropy through realty that I hope to continue. Explain a little bit then about this philanthropy through realty. Jeanette would donate 10% of every one of her real estate commissions to the nonprofit that her client chose. So over the course of about 10 years in business, she was able to donate to over 60 different nonprofits to the tune of about $100,000. So um, I'm just very proud of that legacy and hope to uh, encourage realtors to continue to do the same thing. Similar type of thing in terms of you want to just continue what she did or are you looking to maybe 
expand it or change it in a different way? I would love to expand it. I want to speak especially to, especially to realtors uh, out there. Jeanette loved you, uh, felt like you were partners in the business with her, and I think that she would love to see you do what uh, what she did. So we've set up a memorial fund at the Community Foundation of Holland, Zealand, and we will provide a 50% match to any realtor who will donate any amount of their commission to the nonprofit that their client would choose. And so say someone would want to donate $1,000 to um, Habitat for Humanity. Uh, we would match that $1,000 through the Community Foundation uh, with $500 more, and then $1,500 would go to the to Habitat for Humanity. Obviously, it's not something that, you know, let's put it this way, it had to be some a good amount of seed money to be able to start this. <clears throat> we have been able to raise, I, I think the exact, I don't have the exact amount, but uh, we were able to raise over $23,000 of matching funds. And so uh, we need realtors to to donate. My hope is that in the next uh, few months, maybe over the course of the year, we could, we could donate up to $75,000 to local area nonprofits. Uh, 50 from coming from realtors and 25,000 coming from the fund. Are you looking at, for individual agents to do this or are you looking for the corporate, uh, lack of a better term, the corporate entities to step forward? I, I'm looking for individual agents. Jeanette was a individual agent doing it. And, uh, the amount isn't as important as the, as the process. Uh, there are some very, very generous, realtors in our community and I just want to encourage them and provide some incentive for them to keep doing it. If you have any questions about building better, uh, building beloved communities better as well yes. uh, with Jonathan Brownson, uh, 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Um, so she's, she, when did she start putting this together? The BBC. She started when she started the company, which was uh, uh, now almost 15 years ago. And uh, she, based on her uh, Christian convictions, uh, believed in the importance of a tithe. And so, and also believed in the importance of first fruits. You give the first fruits uh, of what God gives us and you give 10%. And so that's kind of how she began the process and it just continued and kind of mushroomed over the course of her years in business and uh, God blessed it. So uh, I don't want to make it sound like we're playing favorites or anything, but off the top of your head, Jonathan, do you, can you sort of say what was the one nonprofit that perhaps has gotten the most? Well, when people, when she, when she would go and now of course the, you know, the effort uh, that's after she has passed on uh, would go and ask uh, a home buyer or a property buyer, okay, um, I'll, you, you know, I'll, I'll put this money in for the nonprofit you choose. Which nonprofit was the most popular choice? The rescue mission uh, was number one. We, have, we, we had kind of a top 10, but uh, 
yeah, there are just so many wonderful nonprofits, and uh, yeah, I'm not saying the, to, 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 I'm not saying to endorse one or the other, but what was the most popular? And you're saying that what is now Gateway Rescue Mission? Yes, yes, and what's wonderful about the model is that you're it's not one large real estate company deciding who they want to give to; it's the real estate client deciding which nonprofit should be given to. And so Jeanette was very much client focused in her business. And this is a way it's kind of a grassroots philanthropy. I don't want to make this sound like it's a crass question, Jonathan, but I'll bring this up. Uh, when an effort such as this gets going, a lot of times, and I, I think it's, it's providential. Mm. Uh, you get blessed. Uh, you get more sales, you get more, uh, a success. Was that, is that the case? Was that the case when your wife was still with us? Like as soon as she started this, Hey, business started booming. Or the way I would express it is, uh, you can't receive something until you open up your hand. When you open up your hand, God can fill it. Um, and so I, I think, I believe God blesses generosity and uh, multiplies it. So Jeanette had some really good years. And uh, amazingly, some of her uh, best years were after her pancreatic cancer diagnosis. And that was just the kind of a miracle uh, that she was able to continue the business and, uh, and also to survive a very difficult diagnosis for three and a half years. So I'm, I'm just grateful for 42 years of marriage that we had together. Um, as you can imagine, if you've lost a loved one, I have my moments where I just want to give up. Um, and, uh, but, uh, in a way this, her memorial fund and continuing her legacy kind of keeps me going. Was there any, or is there any nonprofit that it's, if it's put forward, no, we can't give to that. It's, you know, it's nice, but what they do is against God's word. Well, I don't um, want you to name names, but are there some that we haven't, uh, Jeanette in the, and the entire time she did it did not have an instance of that. Um, we, since all donations go through the community foundation, um, that might be a, a question for them uh, if they've well, ever had a situation. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but we never experienced that. So. The reason why I bring it up to you as a man of faith is the fact that unlike, even though there are some good Christian people at the community foundation, they've got to be sort of, you know, secular. Mm -hmm. It's not a Christian driven organization where, you know, you've got to say no to certain because what they, what they go for is not in his word. It is against his word. Well, I would, I would welcome folks to, to go to our uh, website, Brownson properties. Uh, we've listed about 40, of the 60 nonprofits that uh, Jeanette supported. And I think you'll agree that, that all of them are doing wonderful things in the community and uh, involved in the kind of things that I believe Jesus would, 
would want us to be involved in. So, um, so yeah, I, I, we haven't encountered that, uh, Gary. 616-395-1450. If you have a question for Jonathan Brownson, 616-395-1450. Go over a little bit. There was a, a, a function uh, that former Holland City Manager Ryan Cotton was involved with with you, and that's how you became involved with us in this particular uh for this particular conversation, there was something late January, early February. We couldn't do it because of some scheduling situations here. Was it more of a, just creating more awareness of this program or what? We had a BBC and me event at the Midtown center back in October. And it was just a wonderful time to get together with about 200 uh, other folks to raise awareness and also raise funds. That's part of why we ended up with 23,000 of matching funds in the Community Foundation. It was, uh, it was a fundraiser and a friend raiser, both. And uh, we just had a wonderful time. Prior to the event, we had a press conference where we had representatives from several different uh, groups present, uh, uh, representative Heisinger had a, had someone there, um, Senator Gary Peters, several other. Uh, our mayor was the kind of MC for the event. So, yeah, it was just, uh, I believe that gathering was a beloved community. It was an example of what uh, we want to see happening over and over again. Uh, groups coming together to... Uh, accomplish great things. Groups of people coming together, knowing that they are loved by God and wanting to share that love uh, with others in very tangible ways. So. Along that line, then, uh, is the or, is is the group thinking maybe we need to have a fundraiser on a regular basis so that we can continue this effort? We will have a uh, an annual fundraiser every October. Uh, October, because October 14th was when Jeanette passed away uh, in 2022. So somewhere around her um, her passing, we want to celebrate uh, the new life that's, that is hers and that uh, is emerging out of her death, uh, new life for beloved communities. So. As a realtor yourself, and not only as you continue this effort, Jonathan, as well as what, uh, during your wife's life, uh, what was the general thought of the real estate clients when you said, what nonprofit do you want to contribute to? As a, did they look at you kind of weirdly, especially if say they, you know, they're not strong in faith uh, and maybe they don't get it, didn't get it. It's like, why are you asking me that? <laughs> was that the reaction, or were they really as enthusiastic? Perhaps they were. They were very enthusiastic, and I kind of was involved directly in communicating to them and to the nonprofits. And so it was kind of a win-win. The nonprofits, of course, are always looking for additional revenue streams, uh, contributions from people in the community, and for the clients. Oftentimes it's people that maybe don't have a lot of resources um, and yet want to give back in some way. So even though they're not actually, they're just making the designation and the realtor is making the donation, still 
I think it was very satisfying for the clients to feel like they had a part in the community, particularly people moving into the area uh, who maybe really want to get involved in some way. So our hope was that it would not only be a fundraiser, but a friend raiser, uh, that it would encourage more people to volunteer for the nonprofits that they, uh, that their money was given to. So the other thing too, is that how unique is this? Do you know of any other similar type of initiatives? Not so much here, but maybe elsewhere in the country. As I've been talking to realtors, I, again, realtors are in our area are very generous. And so they're giving in a variety of ways. And, uh, but I think what's unique maybe about Jeanette's plan is the focus on the client, encouraging the client to designate. Uh, I think that uh, really was unique, and I hope it'll be something that maybe spreads to other communities as well. On average, Jonathan, how many contributions has there been in terms of number of contributions instead of volume? About how, what percentage, I think is a better way of putting it, what percentage of sales do clients came up to your wife and come up to you now and saying, yeah, I'll take you up on that? Well, for Jeanette, 100%, every every sale or purchase of a home, she'd donate 10%. Even if they didn't want to? Or they ever count? That's what I'm saying. We never had anybody say, I don't don't want you to give money away. That's, uh, that's not a problem. So, uh, so a hundred percent for Jeanette. And I, uh, and I think we've had a number of realtors already step forward, uh, over the course of last year. And uh, as I said before, I'm hoping that we'll have enough realtors donate this year that we can generate about $50,000 of donations to local area nonprofits. The reason why I say sometimes uh, maybe a client might be scuffing saying, hey, wait a minute, okay, Uh, I'm paying you a good commission, and yet you're going to donate some of that already. You know, maybe, you know, maybe it might be better if I paid you less (laughs) and and do that. You know, that's why I'm saying uh, whether or not somebody might be saying, hey, I'd rather have that Charity, charity, charity begins at home type of routine. Right. Well, usually a commission is determined by a contract. And so you have a contract and people generally abide by a contract. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. just, just, uh, just thinking out loud in that regard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and Jeanette certainly had instances where she would adjust her commission uh, based on maybe the requests or needs of a particular client. So. Uh, but uh, but the giving was central to what she was about. All right. The money that is generated to be able to do what you do has to come from somewhere. Yes, it's nice that the community foundation is involved, but they're not the ones raising the money. It's you guys raising the money, right? Right. right. And uh, Jeff Elhart, uh, be nice. You probably know that name. He was a Holland High School classmate of mine, and so... Jeff and I were the ones that initially approached uh, the community foundation in Holland, Zealand, and Jeff and I together have done a significant amount of fundraising for the matching funds. So there are a number of people who donated who are not realtors who donated to the matching fund. 
And that's how we got to 23,000 in, in that fund. Which is very good. So yeah, it, the community foundation, yes, they, they raised the money to do what they do. And we'll find out about them on Friday when we have our month, our, our monthly update from the foundation oh, and Patrick Sisler usually joins us to talk mm-hmm. about that. But this is something entirely different. Therefore, if people are listening and want to help out with this BBC and me effort, how do they do that? If you're not a realtor, you can donate to the matching fund. Anyone can do that, and uh, I would highly encourage that. Uh, We've had wonderful experience with the Community Foundation of Holland, Zealand. So you can donate to the JBBBC Memorial Fund at the Community Foundation. If you're a realtor, please, uh, and you're already planning on donating, you have a practice of doing that, donate through the Community Foundation because uh, then you can get a 50% match and multiply the gift that you're already planning on giving. So would love to have uh, that kind of involvement. I think you're also going to post a link to my Substack uh, daily devotional. Uh, uh, My former life was a preacher, and so I've published now about 55 5-minute sermons, 3.5-minute sermons on Substack, and I'd love to interact with folks that way. Any of the proceeds for that also go to the Memorial Fund. Yeah, and that, well, let's put it this way. Um, You might not be a practicing uh, 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 preacher, but um, we are all commissioned to uh, be ready to give the word in season and out of season. Giving an answer for the hope that is in you. Uh, to a certain extent, I do this on a, you know, in front of this microphone. That's why I'm still here. Mm. And I, you know, let's put it this way. That's why you might be saying a former life as a pastor. You're still a pastor. You're, ju- you're just not, you know, I you am. just don't, you're just not shepherding a flock right now. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm shepherding uh, Jeanette's real estate client, really. Yeah. <laughs> If you want more information, you want to chat with Jonathan, 616-886-1815. That's Jonathan's number at Brownson Properties, 616-886-1815. And Brownson Properties, B-R-O-W-N-S-O-N Properties.com is the website for his professional work. It also has more information about BBC and me. Thank you for letting us know about this effort. We wish you and everyone involved continued good success. Uh, Not going to say good luck because you and I know there's no such thing as luck. Good providence. (laughs) Good providence. And thank you so much, Gary, for having me. Thank you very much, Jonathan Brownson on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. CBS News with Steve Kathan straight ahead followed by WHTC News. And then we'll have uh, birthdays, news off the beat path. And then we'll finish things up with Susie Buzo's Evergreen Commons Report before the WHTC Midday Report on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.